0: Everybody. welcome back to the podcast glad to have you with us i'm cassidy and as always i'm joined by my lovely co-host Yip. hey guys this week we are revisiting uh, a topic that we already covered several weeks ago mm-hmm. but um it was re-released in theaters with some additional footage so we thought we would take some time to spaz about it some more <laughs> yep um, we're talking all things no way home extended edition. Yes. Or as they call it, the more fun stuff version, which <laughs> um, is a lie. If anybody hasn't seen it, it's lie. just as painful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um there is a little bit more uh entertaining stuff, mm. but it doesn't change the ending. No. Nope. <laughs> or the outcome of this movie. So um it's still unfortunately just as depressing as it was the first time around.
1: It was, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're we're getting into the extended edition. So for anybody who hasn't seen the original version or has not seen any of the MCU trilogy, uh, there's going to be spoilers. So just keep that in mind. Yep. And um, because we've already covered this in a previous episode, we're going to try covering some other things. So there may mm-hmm. also be spoilers for other Phase 4 stuff. Yes. So just keep that in mind if you're not fully caught up this like a general <laughs> disclaimer slash spoiler warning mm-hmm. we're getting into everything no way home related and possibly everything uh four related absolutely so, um yeah just our standard disclaimer and as always if you stick through our episodes and <laughs> make it to the end thank you so much we really can't say enough how much we appreciate you guys
1: Absolutely, we really appreciate the fact that you guys take time out of your day to listen to us nerd out about stuff like this. So we thank you and appreciate that. So with that, let's get going, Cass, because we've discussed this movie at length um, in our <laughs> original podcast, and um, for good reason because you and I enjoyed this movie as much as as much pain as it brought us. We really did <laughs> enjoy this movie, but um, let's talk about. there's 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 not too much of a difference but there are subtle differences in the regular edition and the extended edition there's there's a few things that um are I I I feel like this is something that the director shot um just for for the whole thing just for the movie and then some stuff ended up on the cutting room floor during editing and that's what they just put back in here is what it seems like. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure because I remember I don't know if it was this movie or if it was one of the earlier ones, but I remember I'm not even sure whether it was like John Watts himself or whether it was like somebody on the cast talking about how One of, like, the really, I guess, different things... I'm not an actor, so I don't really know how different Mm -hmm. this would be from, like, standard Mm -hmm. operating procedure or whatever. But Mm -hmm. one of the things was that apparently they would do, like, a a certain number of takes, and then apparently John Watts would just, like, let the actors in any given scene thing. just do like an extra take yeah, yeah and just yeah. like do whatever they felt like doing whatever they wanted to do so I'm curious how much of it is like that sort of thing where it's like the actors huh. doing certain things they wanted to do and maybe like riffing off of each other or mm-hmm. how much of it is actually like they attempted to do something and then in like I guess post-production or whatever it felt like maybe there was just too much going on for certain scenes and or sometimes like words better
1: up. we don't know that now right yeah. Right, and also
0: I think this movie was also shot during the pandemic so yeah. I want—I wonder how much of like an influence that had over like mm. what they were able to do and like what ended up making the final cut and what mm. didn't and stuff like that so yeah I'd be very interested in like learning more about that but yep. <laughs> I don't know if, if we'll ever get it but the one thing I do find interesting is like um i think going into like this extended version a lot of people had opinions (laughs) on whether or not it was worth it because this is only 11 minutes of footage that's been added to the film so i i mean i loved this movie so i was like i'll take anything i can get provided that it's not like you know just like (sighs) individual stuff or like storyboard uh i mean i I know what you mean. mean To be pain. <laughs> yeah but um i'm i'm really curious like what you thought of that because i actually didn't have an issue with it being 11 minutes i thought like if it had been longer i personally would have loved it but also would have just made the movie probably like somehow more cumbersome to get through if that makes any sense because yeah. sometimes less is more <laughs> i agree with you
1: in this regard um because um Without taking names, I think you and I know of a couple of movies that could have used uh, less, um, yeah, less <laughs> of
0: a runtime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. but no, I mean, I think I, I think that that's true also. But like, mm. I, I don't know. I just wasn't there. Like an extended version of like Endgame or whatever, though. That- was only like two minutes longer or something see that's the thing two minutes is like two minutes
1: doesn't make sense
0: right because that's the like extreme where it's like if it's two minutes then yeah it's not worth it i don't really need to see it exactly i'll just wait
1: for it to come out
0: but yeah put it on the dvd
1: like like a bonus featurette or something like that you know (laughs) that that like bonus content that would make sense if it's just two minutes um 11 minutes also borders on that slightly yeah yes slightly I I but also I mean... not you know it's a weird gray area here for me um <laughs> but that's probably yeah. because i'm biased and i love this movie <laughs> that's pretty much what i
0: uh no i mean i totally agree i think i'm i'm 100 percent biased too mm-hmm. and i i do love this movie and i do love like this iteration of the character and like yeah what, the mcu has been able to like do with this oh my god yes but um i think for me it was like the i think having like even though we just complained about certain movies having too much (laughs) extra stuff i feel like even that is like worth it in the sense it's like they put in you know the time and effort to like film that at least um so i'll take like if it's too long i'll take that over like i feel like 10 minutes and over is probably better versus if you have anything under 10 minutes or maybe even like under five minutes then it's like then um... yeah I think I agree with
1: you uh was there I think, yeah yeah
0: 11 minutes is it's not a lot and, and let's be real I think we all know that Sony only did this as like a marketing thing just like make more money yeah um and it's not like it's you know they re-released it for any other reason <laughs> Oh no, um, yeah, you're right. It, it, I think it, it like the eleven minutes, I don't know, it is a short amount of content, but mm-hmm. I feel like it the way they like added it into the movie, it actually I thought um slowed pretty well. And um there was kind of yeah. And I don't know, again, I mean like we said, I think we're biased, so I actually just didn't mind that it was eleven minutes. Yeah, true. But I would have taken more. <laughs> I would have taken more too happily. <laughs> like I said even though no, it's I agree of the movie, um, um, I wouldn't have minded more
1: <laughs> no I wouldn't have minded more either but again I don't want to name <laughs> I don't I think, name names here but funny. you and I know which movies yeah. we're talking about here as the uh, <laughs> movies that deserved less of a runtime considering the fact that um okay um, not to be unkind to directors because I'm sure they have a hard job. but if as a director, you cannot tell a mute, meaningful story when you are you know editing or um or make or decide which which scenes that you shot are important to tell the right story and which aren't, and then end up having to put out extended editions for every single movie that you make, it is not. Um, a good look for you Um, but um, all of that aside um, (laughs) let's talk about the extra stuff because it starts with I think uh, at the beginning is pretty much kind of similar but there are a few scenes here and there that are slightly different like How uh, the people, after finding out that Peter, that Spider Man is just a teenager, uh, the public is like, hey, you're just a kid. You can't keep going around endangering yourself like this and all those things. And then there's also the scene at school where people are like, you know, mobbing him to do stupid things just because now they know he's Spider Man, which is kind of creepy. And this whole segment with Betty interviewing everybody after they found out that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Um, let's talk about all of that because there's a bit to unpack there. Uh, so let's talk about all of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the I think the, the school segment was probably one of the uh, larger segments mm-hmm. or like it got more time of, of yes. the, like 11 minutes of bonus content, yes. which I thought yep. was um, kind of interesting, but also it was mm-hmm. kind of like a like I felt like it was like teasing us in a way because like I Mm -hmm. actually would have loved to see like more of like Peter and Ned and MJ in school just like yeah post like far from home just like being like idiots yeah yeah, just like being menaces together and just like hanging out having fun like I feel like Mm -hmm. um as characters they have a very like wholesome dynamic and they do we talk about this a lot they they're oh, yeah. of, i think a lot of other iconic trio in other series they, and so i just would have loved um yeah like more of them in school mm. and i love that like this like the bonus content kind of gives a little bit of that but it's like very minimal and most of the focus is rightfully on peter um but um I, I would have loved to see, like, more of them kind of, like, navigating school now that, like, Peter's ultra-famous and, like... Oh, God, yeah. ...by association, mm-hmm. Ned and then MJR, too. Um, I think the movie did deal with that in a very
1: different way. Like, their whole college admissions process and how all that got tanked because right. of all this. I think they did deal with that. Um but yeah, I would have liked to see, like you said, um, the more mundane stuff that they had to go through as well. I
0: agree. Yeah. yeah. And also just like, I, one of the things that I still find so funny, and maybe it's just me because I have like a weird sense of humor and I'm also easily amused, but like I love the scene when Peter first like walks into school and like Mr. Harrington, Mr. Dell and like coach Wilson are standing right there yeah. like, welcoming back and coach Wilson's all like we know what you did We know what you did yeah don't listen to him don't listen to him I think like them it's like a trio of teachers are also just like very funny and I would have loved to see like any of them actually teach well you the bonus features do have a little bit of coach Wilson but like I would have loved to see like Mr. Dell or Mr. Harrington like actually teach a class with Peter in it, like post-identity review and see what that's like. Cause I could totally picture one or both of them just being like, all right, canceling today's lesson so we can talk about the celebrity amongst us. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, agree. I, I don't know. I would have taken that too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I do like what we've got. I also think it's really funny because like there's a one of the segments is like you said, Betty interviewing a bunch of people, including Mm -hmm. Ned and Peter, she doesn't interview MJ, and I think that's very funny, because I feel like (laughs) MJ would just shut the whole thing down. Oh my god, so
1: fast! She would have (laughs) zero time for this nonsense, I swear to god.
0: Yeah, but also, I think, I don't know, I feel like, post, far from home, because she's, like, now, like, got friends, and and, I mean, I guess she's always had friends, but like, she's, I think, like, being with Ned and Peter, she's like opened up a little bit more. I feel like in a in a way, she's like she's protective of them, they're protective of her. So I feel like yeah. if she saw Betty try and do anything, even though like Betty and Ned were a thing, I feel like she would have been like, no, we're not doing this right now. We're Betty. Not. <laughs> right. Also yeah. on that subject, this is supposed to be your friend Betty. How
1: why are you playing devil's advocate here? Like I don't yeah, understand.
0: That was, that was an interesting thing because like i I don't really know how close betty and peter were um i know obviously she and ned were like a thing in far from home and like yeah not for very long i understand but but still yeah yeah the weird thing was like yeah she did seem like she was one of those people who had like their heads screwed on straight in the sense of like headlines and all of that and then Mm -hmm. like the interview segment there's a bit where she's asking peter like if you could thank the spider like or if you could like talk to that spider would you thank it so like fighting you or would you say thanks for nothing and peter's yeah. like uh i would thank it and then just like thank you for nothing and it's like why are you putting words in his mouth
1: yeah no no not just that but also feeding the whole mysterio conspiracy theories bro like why yeah.
0: why yeah, especially like when she was part of like the small group of people that did know that mysterio was not did you she? know well, because she was with Ned, so, like, I, I think it's implied that he would have probably told her. Yeah. Um, or at least Maybe. that's what Peter says, like, the, the the whole bit where, like, Mysterio is, like, posing his Fury, and he's like, would you tell? And he's yeah. like, just Ned and MJ, and Ned may have told his girlfriend Betty, but, like, yeah. Um, I Oh, yeah, Ned, that... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if she actually did know, but, like, Ned knew, and I feel like in that sort of situation, when it looked like they were very close to dying, he may have, like, told her. But mm. I don't think he was ever, like, shown on screen mm-hmm. um but you know it's also like you were with ned and like mj and happy and like i don't know i just find it very weird that so many of like peter's classmates are willing to believe that like this 17 year old kid just like went around murdering people
1: exactly it's just it doesn't make any sense to you know think that or even look at it that way, because regardless of what you, I mean, yeah, again, it's like a double-edged sword here, because yes, you find out that this kid has a secret identity, but you've known Peter for years now. You've been in the same, you've probably taken the same classes, you've known this kid for years. If you take all of that into account, how can you feed into those crazy conspiracy theories? I mean, uh. I mean, I, I feel yeah. like it could be a parody of what's going on in the world right now where people be- oh, will sure. believe anything that comes up online, <laughs> Um, which is, again, a funny thing to put on screen, but it's also frustrating. What do you think <laughs> of that? Because I was really frustrated by that whole
0: sequence, to be honest with you. Oh, no, I think I think you're totally right. I think it is like a reflection of what happens in the real world, because like you said, things are you know people just post things online and it's so Mm -hmm. easy to take them out of context misinterpret them or just like post um bad takes yeah i mean you see that like really early on in the movie too like that the the opening scene where like you know it literally picks up right after the end of far from home and it's like doctored footage basically yeah yeah one it's doctored footage and two there's that woman who's like spider-man hit me spider-man hit me and it's like especially after you mobbed him bro like stop I mean, she was the one, yeah. I mean, she did make the first move. And also, like, I I think it was less like, I think if Peter had been by himself, the reaction may have been different, but mm-hmm. it, like, he wasn't there by himself. It was like, no, was but there, and, personal and was space. Too, you and, were trying like, to take a kid's mask off. Like, why? Yeah, no, but like, what I'm saying is, I think he also probably may have reacted a little bit more. Maybe intensely according to the public it's... but that would have most likely I'm assuming it would have been because MJ was there and like mm. she doesn't have a mask she doesn't have anything she's just there and all these people are like do you know him are you his girlfriend like and then all you know these she's being, questions. Loved, yeah. being loved and he's yeah, and yeah so I think it was just him he may have just like tried to go through with it like just answer truthfully or whatever but I think because she was there and she was just like I have no idea what's going
1: on yeah
0: yeah <laughs> um, but no it's a difficult situation for anybody yeah yeah like when you watch that scene obviously you know that like he's not hitting her because he wants to or like yeah you know he's got some like i don't know weird like vendetta desire to like yeah exactly but like it it was just like a like a defense thing Mm -hmm. and then she takes that it's like oh my god he hit me he hit me and it's like no he didn't but i mean say what you want I guess so like stuff like that I think it's like very um it's very accurate mm-hmm. to like what happens in the real world yeah like, you can see something or like people can post something and like take it out of context or like not even get like the full picture um yeah and like it happens with like important stuff it happens with non-important stuff so it's uh it's a thing, Yeah, it's
1: crazy. Yeah, I I totally get what you're saying with that. Of course, but uh, it, I you know what? Let's talk about our feels when we watched that scene again—the scene that broke all of our hearts.
0: Because which, which scene? The whole movie from start to finish. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, let's talk about May,
1: right? Because <laughs> that broke our hearts. We know it did. Because, like, yeah, he's been so important to Peter. That. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I love the, like, it's a very minor, like, moment. But when they do the interrogation scene, that was yeah. also, you know, there was an extended yeah, yeah, yeah. version of that. A little um, bit, agreed, yes. Because May has a little bit more dialogue. And um, I think Cleary notices on her, like... Thing on her file that she's been arrested a couple times and she's like mm-hmm. yeah I've been to protests and whatever and like I'm mm-hmm. not ashamed of it and like mm-hmm. again such a minor thing but I absolutely love that um but yeah I mean the thing that I loved about this movie is that like even though you know what happens going back to watch it a second time it at least for me it's still like it felt fresh hit me yeah hit, like yeah just, it hit yeah I agree it, like, Hits you in your field and like you know what's coming. You know that May is gonna die, and it's still <laughs> just like just as painful as the first time. And I think a lot of that is like just because, like you said, May was so important and integral to like mm. the MCU version of Peter Parker. he was also, like I think the acting and like the music and like all of it just like came together. Oh God! I think it yes. just it just it works, and it's like one of those scenes where it's like. It it hurts, but like.
1: Curse you Marissa Tomei, you for it, but also thank <laughs> you
0: that in the nicest way possible. I know she's an amazing actress, and yeah. like, yeah, it's just, um, you know, I mean, like, like I said, you you know what's coming, you know what's gonna happen, and it's like
1: exactly.
0: Maybe for stronger than odds, <laughs> you can like steel yourself and be like, "All right, we know what's coming. It's not gonna be a big. We're, not, much, gonna so the We're not gonna
1: cry. We're like, not gonna cry. We're not gonna."
0: that's what that yeah, was I I one of the things though that I did love was um being in a theater and watching mm-hmm. it with people who hadn't seen the movie the first time around oh and I loved seeing some people's reaction because I remember there was like a couple in in the theater or in my like screening or whatever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when she died the, the, I think the guy just like shot up out of his chair and he goes no <laughs> like, the poor man <laughs> And I was like, oh, dude, you weren't here when this movie came out. And it was just you like sweet summer a child. theater
1: full of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All of us just That's... collectively screaming. No, that is so true.
1: <laughs> because we were. I remember this. Because <laughs> I think you and I, although we didn't watch it together, we watched it first day, uh, on the first <laughs> day. Uh, and then it was fresh right because like holy crap we had zero idea what we were walking into uh on that day that's
0: kind of like the brilliance about it though as much as I hate to admit it because I think like I so I, I think that we've mentioned this before I've mentioned this but like prior to the MCU take on the character I had not seen like the complete movie for any of the uh, other iterations. So I knew coming into this that there was no Uncle Ben because like that had already been spoiled. But I think a lot mm-hmm. of people expected that. But mm-hmm. since then I have watched all the other movies. <laughs> and um as oh, much Cass. As I, oh Cass. As, as much as I understand I think why people wanted an Uncle Ben, I kind of am glad that the MCU didn't have one because I felt like the movies it's really hard to do like His character Justice in a movie format because basically he only exists to die. Like, I he he has like a few minutes screen time. He gives that iconic quote and then he like dies. And so it was. Yeah. Um. Maybe this is really mean of me, and I apologize if I offend anybody. But when I watched his like Uncle Ben's dance, sorry, Mm -hmm. sorry. Um. I really don't mean to be rude, but like I just when I watched his death in like the two to other movies. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't feel anything because it's like he has like very minimal screen time and it's like yeah it's sad but like I wasn't bawling but like even though like May doesn't have a ton of screen time in the MCU I think she appears enough and at least to me personally I feel like whatever appearances she did have it was meaningful enough that it was like by the time she does die it's one it's so unexpected and two it's like She's been with Peter. She knows he's Spider-Man. She's so supportive of him. And, like, she's the last person he has. And, like, now she's gone. And it's just, like, it's, it's that. So, yes. I don't know. I just, I found this version um, more emotional than, unfortunately, Uncle Ben dying in Toby's trilogy or Andrew's movie.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you in that regard. Because, like, you're so right. Um, in saying again, I don't want to sound mean about this because in both those trilogies, or uh, not trilogies, sorry, in both those iterations of Spider Man, um, Uncle Ben did have uh, Uncle Ben's sole purpose was unfortunately to die. And I think that was the, um, the first, I think that was the disadvantage that they put themselves in when they tried to do Spider-Man's origin story all over again, right? Because the MCU didn't do that. They didn't do like, "Hey, this is how you get your powers, this is how you see Spider-Man," all that. They didn't do that with Spider-Man, which I yeah, think is I- a good thing
0: yeah i also think the mcu probably couldn't have done that in the sense yeah. i feel like if they had rebooted the character for a third time or mm-hmm. something time and if they had tried another origin story i feel like fans would have probably lost it it would have just no like, yeah mm-hmm. we've already seen this they're just like what's the point and like i, I don't know I, I'm, I'm glad that the mcu did a, like a different take and Um, I know not everybody's pleased by it but personally um, I I did like that they didn't spend a whole lot of time focusing on Mm -hmm. the origins because like we know like yes it's a kid gets bitten by a radioactive spider and then develops powers similar to a spider and then uses it to do good so it's like I appreciated that they just kind of skipped straight to okay here's this kid who has powers these powers like a spider and like This is what he's doing with that.
1: Spider Man, <laughs> um, yeah. This is Spider Man. That's well, it. I
0: appreciate that, but like, I do understand that, like, in the comics, Uncle Ben is like a you know very Fibital important figure. Thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. I yeah. just think the movies were kind of doomed with him in it because mm-hmm. in the sense like he's. A, I feel like his character would be really hard to adapt to a movie, and I think for at least for me, I feel like I I wasn't like i didn't really get attached to him like he was there and then he just kind of like died within like the yeah i know you know a few minutes and so i felt bad that like because again like aunt may doesn't have a ton of screen time in the mcu either but i feel like she has enough and it's meaningful and i think what makes her version different is also that like after the first movie she knows that peter spider-man and then not only does she know but like she supports him and like she's helping him and you see it all throughout no way home as well and then so um for her to like go out the way she does it's Mm -hmm. very um it's heartbreaking moving yeah yeah it's really like an emotional scene and like again not that uncle ben dying wasn't an emotional thing i just think in the movies because like i don't have i i don't have like the comic book background like i've never read the comics um i just know kind of based on i guess like pop culture or whatever i would call it um so like I'm, i'm not i don't have that connection to the characters um and then in the movies again uncle ben was only like on screen for a little bit yeah and then he dies and then it's like okay well he said the iconic quote now he's dead and then the story just kind of moves on, um and so it's just I I don't know I just I it was personally I think for me just harder to connect. But also again, like I said, I am biased, and I think it's one of those things where because the MCU version is the first version I saw, I'm like that's my version of the character, like that's the one that I love the most <laughs> of all three. Whereas I'm sure if I had seen I don't know Toby's version first, or maybe even Andrew's version first, I may have said something differently. But I don't know. <laughs> Well, see,
1: that's the thing because I watched um I watched all of them when they came out. So, for me the MCU still did a better job.
0: So.
1: But that's yeah, just me being I mean... biased. Uh again, I yeah. feel like, you know, but
0: uh no, I I think I think like I said, it's, I think we're both biased, so it's not just um it's not just you <laughs> um but i mean again like no disrespect to like the other versions like toby and andrew both did a great job and especially yeah. in, like, this movie it they um, did what they could yeah. with the
1: script they were given is what i can say about that pretty much
0: yeah kind of yeah um uh, but i mean like they still did a good job whatever we may feel about yeah. like the script <laughs> mm-hmm. so um yeah I just again I think because the MCU version is the first version I saw <laughs> I was like hmm. oh I love this version of the character I have like no yeah. reference so yeah this is like my version of the character I can picture the character being like this and then when you go back and you watch the other versions it's just like everything just seems so off because you're so used to like one version
1: that is true uh, I so. understand that <laughs> yeah um but then let's also talk about the slight differences right because now in comes the part where the other spider-men come in which is like which was like the big reveal the first time we watched the movie right holy <laughs> shit i mean the this the theater that i was in went wild it was like what it was crazy no. in the best way right oh, it was like yeah. in the
0: best I mean, way that- the thing like that i loved about watching it in theaters the first time that like even for me having not like the first time i watched it i hadn't seen toby's Mm -hmm. trilogy i hadn't seen andrew's Mm -hmm. movies so and i only seen like bits and pieces like clips of different scenes Mm -hmm. on like the internet or whatever or or, like on tv Mm -hmm. so i didn't beyond that i hadn't seen a ton but even for me it was like a really cool moment Mm -hmm. and so for the people who had seen it I'm sure it must have been like an amazing moment. But one of the things that I loved about seeing it the second time around too was just that it was like, again, there were some people who missed it the first go around. <laughs> so watching their reactions the second time, it was like, oh, you guys are in for a treat. Yeah. Like I remember yeah, yeah. clapping like when Doc Ock came on, when Green Goblin mm-hmm. came on. Right? And it was like, yeah. yeah I haven't seen anything yet? <laughs> that was. and So awesome. I, yeah, it yeah. was like, um, I, I don't, I don't know. It was just like. It was really nice to kind of see people still get excited about this movie, even though it had been out for like I don't know, months, almost a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even the second time around, like my theater clock, when Toby came on screen, when Andrew came on screen, there were some like cheers when like Willem Diffle popped back up its Green Goblin. So it's yes. like Yes. Um... Yeah.
1: Dude, Willem Diffle props. Like just oh my god. Props. I I mean
0: Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say something Chills. that's probably controversial. Chills yeah good you and i have have talked about this before but i feel like for their returning actors who are like reprising previous characters Mm -hmm. i feel like they did a much better job in no way home than they did in their own movies yeah i don't know why i i don't wanna i get what you're saying you know but it's not that they did a bad job in their own movies i just think they did an even better job in no way home and Even why do you think that is? Run time.
1: No, why do you think that is?
0: I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to offend anybody. But also, <laughs> um, I think we 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 literally just talked about how biased. Yeah, the no, is. that's
1: true. <laughs> I kind of, I feel um, like. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. It feels so again those movies were great for their time i feel like they really were it's not that they were bad movies they were fun but now after i feel like this the mcu's version of spider-man benefits or benefited or still benefits actually from interacting with other superheroes in the mcu so and that brought broaden, that broadens this kid's story more. So what do you think of that?
0: I think I think it definitely does. And also I think like this is not like a day at Toby Maguire or Andrew no. Garfield yeah. but it was more just I think like poor um planning or like poor decision making on mm. Sony and or um cuz like I know Marvel was kind of still working with them at that time I don't really yeah. know but it's just like they picked two guys who are great actors don't get me wrong they did a terrific job but mm-hmm. they were also a lot older than the character that they were trying to portray Ooh, and it was harder yes. to sell that like they're, they're high school Peter kids Parker yeah, 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 yeah yeah exactly And like i get that in in you know toby's trilogy he's only in high school for like a very short period of time before the movies, like just or like he's in college now but still mm-hmm. like just even that short period of time where it's like here's Peter Parker he's a 17 year old kid and you look at him and it's like you're a great actor dude again don't get me wrong he was terrific but he doesn't look like a 17 year old no he doesn't and like yeah. I know technically speaking that like yeah even Tom Holland was older than 17 when he but played not the, that the much older but yeah exactly that's the thing not that much older and he still looked like it was still more I think age appropriate compared to like mm-hmm. toby and andrew who played peter parker in like their mid to late 20s and no like that wait, was in the
1: first... uh, dude andrew was 31
0: when he played wait. peter
1: parker yeah
0: no but not the first time around i think he was in his late 20s the first time he did in the first uh, amazing Spider-Man. i don't I
1: could remember be wrong. that i don't know I'll maybe
0: quote on it. i don't know <laughs> but, but i feel like he was either in his like twenty-seven to twenty nine like that age range and I thought like Toby was somewhere around the same same age range the first time he wore the suit and all of that. And again, like that's not their fault. They can't control like how no. old they are. It's just no, again,
1: it's not um, them. They again they're terrific actors and they did the best that they could with what they were given, I'd say. But it's still kinda like it it didn't do them any favors, unfortunately that's what i can say at this point but let's also talk about the extra stuff with these three guys right because it was kind of funny to see right so let's talk about that and let's talk about how um these these three these three guys talk about each other about what they fought and who they fought and the whole web situation (laughs) it was funny (laughs) so let's talk about all of that
0: yeah I actually I did like and I'm glad that I mean obviously I think that was the point of releasing the extended edition beyond it being you know a cash grab from uh Sony I, I did like that they actually put in a little bit more content with the mm-hmm. three different Peters, mm-hmm. just like hanging out before the big fight yeah. um I love that Andrew's Peter is like I should get your numbers before we like put the battle or, or like after the battle or something and I'm like How would that even work? Like not him getting the numbers, but like multiversal calling. Like how does that work, bro? Like how much does that cost? Do you have a data plan that can like cover that? Like or
1: traverse
0: universe (laughs) psi? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know, it's weird. But it's funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also, I mean, also, I, I let like that being scene. wholesome
1: but clumsy.
0: Let's talk about um, that too. Love that scene, I love that scene, and, and they being just life. like, dude, dude. <laughs> and he's just like done but no it was like such a minor thing but i just i I love it because i don't know it just seems like very in character for ned to be like so enthusiastic about like yeah the multiverse i'm like i'm gonna help yeah the undercroft
1: oh my god we're in the source we're in the we're we're in the undercroft of a of a wizard's palace or something like you know that's what he that's how he sees it and it's like
0: what yeah I know, but I just love that he's like one thing after another after another. He's like just like knocking things over in his excitement. And it's like, yeah. I don't know, even though it's like a comedic scene, his excitement is almost like palpable if that makes any yeah. sense. No, no, um, I agree. <laughs> yeah. But also like I just love that like that scene, there's like no dialogue in like that bit. It's just no. like Ned, like running around doing things and knocking things over and then just time. being just, like... Just, like done. <laughs> yeah she's just like giving him this like dude what are you doing <laughs> um but yeah no i i love that scene like again yeah. it's like the really um like tiny things i would have loved to see there's that bit in the gym where peter oh, yeah. like is in gym class and his classmates and coach wilson are like egging him on to like climb a wall and prove yeah. that it's super sticky or whatever yeah. and he does and when that scene cuts y- you see like peter walking out in the hallway with ned and mj behind him mm-hmm. and i would have loved to like see their reaction to hearing that yeah. but we don't get that um i do find it funny that flash got, gets a little bit more screen time and he's written a book that he's like promoting <laughs> and he's <laughs> and, like, doing because... book signing bitch who's he's yeah. <laughs> buying it Sorry. that's what i want to know but also like where did he have time i mean i, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah but like also what's the book about like because i'm assuming he he wrote it like i mean it's already published so i'm assuming he wrote it before he figured out that peter was spider-man so like, you can't really sell that like you're best friends with peter Parker, <laughs> even though he tries.
1: yeah i don't know um, it's crazy
0: yeah also um i liked watching the movie the second time around because i feel like you can go back and you can like catch things that you may have missed mm. the first time mm. and one of the things that i missed was when they're walking into the school there's like that the crowd of people outside one of the dudes goes peter do a tiktok with me i was like that's such a like i don't know like current things or something thing. to say like yeah like do a tiktok <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I, I, to go back to your point, I love the the little montage between Ned and MJ where Ned is just like in his excitement, knocking things over, and it gets like yeah. every time you see his thing, it's like if the amount of things he knocks over gets progressively larger. And, larger. <laughs> yeah. um, True. and then also like there's um, there's it's a little like replica have like the sanctum sanctorum and i think like bleaker mm-hmm. street and like all of that and like ned and mj and peter are like looking at it and then like there's like some weird like magic or something going on with it i forget the specifics but that scene was also really cool it is and cool funny.
1: <laughs> but yeah um and i think those are the major extra things in this movie uh, other than the post-credit scene that they changed out because the post credit scene that they originally had was uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, the trailer. But let's talk about the heartbreak that we felt when we saw this post credit scene because, first of all, the ending kills us. Peter, you promised!
0: You promised, Peter! So you it's one of those things where it's like... i I love it and i hate it because i i'm a sucker for like really good angst and also i i do i think i understand like why he doesn't go through with it and why he doesn't tell ned and mj Mm -hmm. the truth Mm -hmm. but also it's like they kind of like that's really their decision to make right like it's not entirely fair for him to like withhold that information from them it's one thing like if he tells them and they're like we don't believe you this is like bogus get out of our lives like that sort of thing but it's like another to kind of just like not tell them and then just leave but again like you you, I think you understand like why he does it Because yeah. obviously he's lost everybody he's cared about and they're all he has left and I think I'm sure he feels a lot of guilt about what happened at the Statue of Liberty and like you yeah. know that big final battle and, mm-hmm. and all of that and I'm sure he's like I'd rather have them alive
1: in and away from me. me yeah exactly yeah.
0: then have them with me for like any period of time and then end up dead but um the, the thing to me that always kind of bothers me about that is um like you're in a city that's been routinely attacked for, like how many times now like there's no guarantee that they're going to be safe anyway Mm -hmm. even if they don't know you and like even if you're not counting like you know some of the more fantastical things that happen in the mcu it's like they could get you know hit by a car just crossing the street or something or like slip on ice in a snowstorm or like yeah it's new york
1: it gets attacked constantly what are you talking about (laughs) bro
0: yeah so it's like there's unfortunately as much as i think we wish it and Peter wishes it, their safety is never guaranteed. Mm. So it's like, are you really like avoiding or preventing anything by not telling them the truth? Uh but again, I mean, I understand for me, why he did it though, yeah. but I know what you yeah. mean. And and also the the thing that like, so I, I have a love hate relationship with the new post-credit scene because it's a montage of like different um, scenes from Homecoming and Far from Home, and in every single one, Peter is either not in the picture or he's like physically like blurred or cropped out. Or um, not or cropped not- out.
1: Sometimes his back is to the covered. picture.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think he, he, so he's in pictures where he's not like, I guess, Visible. completely facing the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So like, there's a picture of like the entire like um, class on the school trip in Venice, and Peter and MJ are standing arm in arm, but Peter's face is entirely covered by pigeons from like the the plaza or whatever the square, Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. like nobody will see him. And then there's like the the picture from Homecoming where it's like Flash and Liz and Ned and and um I think Peter is there, but his back is to the camera, so like he's not covered. You can see him, but yeah, you couldn't make anything out because. Uh, he's not it's there, just but the I back of his head
1: yeah exactly I mean,
0: because I feel like there is enough of a trace of him at least in pictures that like if nothing else MJ will question it because yeah. I think especially for her like she said before that she's she doesn't have a lot of luck getting close to people but in that picture from their Venice trip like she and his yeah. have their arms around each other and I'm yeah. sure if she like zoomed in enough she'd be like why the heck am I standing like this with somebody who I don't know yeah, who I don't remember. Yeah, um, exactly. So I feel like that might it could potentially be a catalyst to her, like remembering and or exactly. trying to uncover the truth. Yeah. But for me, the other thing too is like, um, now that Phase Four, like, there's more Phase Four content. We've gotten some other references to the spell, and it seems like obviously most characters know Spider-Man. They've forgotten Peter Parker, but they remember Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and characters like strange and wong they reference the spell yeah right so my thing is like do they like does Ned think he's like best friends with spider-man does mj think she's dating spider-man like how does it work like is it like they remember the spider-man parts of like their lives that
1: yeah they knew from peter
0: or is it just like I, i don't really know um but also i have this really like it's like a crack theory, mm. but I just think it would be super funny in a kind of like hilariously like bad way. If it was like MJ had like if she like runs into Spider Man and then she's like for whatever reason, or even like Ned, they're like exchanging phone numbers for whatever reason, mm. and when he texts, it popped up on their phones under Peter's name. <laughs> it wouldn't. That's happen, interesting. I don't think, but <laughs> that um, but. but-
1: so now for that we have
0: to un- we'll
1: have to uncover more of how the spell works to see whether it erases Peter's phone number from anyone who had saved his number.
0: Yeah, like that's what I obviously don't know of. and mm-hmm. and I'm sure we'll get more Detail, information for. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah yeah I'm sure we'll get more information like as phase four progresses but the thing that kind of like gave me some hope is um in She-Hulk which as of our recording this has not finished but in episode three of She-Hulk Wong spoilers Wong pops up and he mentions that uh the the memory spell is like very messy so I'm like if it's messy that means there's loopholes and if there's loopholes hopefully somebody in this universe remembers Peter um but uh yeah i don't know i'm, I'm very curious like because again like the spell is kind of vague mm-hmm. and um I, i'm not sure like i i feel like every time i think about it i like come away with like a different opinion if that makes any sense no i understand um, but yeah i mean faithful, faithful has me you wanted multiple it on of new
1: theory? so yeah, yeah.
0: you know <laughs> um i remember like just speaking theories um just a quick tangent Mm -hmm. into a little bit of angst for a second but i think i sent you this like post and i don't have the credit for this so i apologize it's not my like theory or whatever somebody else came up with it i just saw it and i'm repeating it but somebody made a post that was like um peter one and peter two thought that after like the entire battle at liberty island that like or sorry peter 2 and peter 3 thought that like mcu peter would be with ned and mj but they don't know that he's forgotten or like they've forgotten peter so it's like well thanks i didn't even think about that amongst all the other things and now i'm depressed
1: (laughs) no i understand Um, and also again credit to whoever posted this but someone posted how peter would buy a singular cupcake a single cupcake and blow out a single candle. Just sing himself happy birthday. Because no one else would remember it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that yeah.
0: I mean I just. Yeah. I know like the cast. And crew I think have not. Contractually like. Signed on for more movies i believe Not I, don't know. I don't know how true that is but like i'm just to me the things like fates war has referenced the no way home spells so many times it has. and there's so many other like indirect and or kind of direct tie-ins with no way home that i just feel like there's no way there can't be a fourth movie i need at least like i would prefer like a good resolution to the spell but yeah. if they can only squeeze out one more movie i'll take just one more just anything to fix the ending
1: no <laughs> I, the way home yes. oh my god that hurt us way too much bro i it still hurts us i can't
0: i know it, it it's so good but like he
1: promised i know i know <laughs> sorry anyway but yeah so i that's why this this is interesting because like there's there's enough cool stuff for us to want the extended edition but also not too much for us to be like oh my god how much more are we going to sit through so with that it was a good balance i'd say what do you think
0: yeah no i definitely agree and like kind of going back to a point you made earlier and hopefully not uh-huh. offending anybody but um i think it's it's one thing if like the extended edition for any movie is just like adding a little bit more um but not like drastically altering the story but if you're telling a story i mean even if you're drastically altering the story i guess like an extended edition is fine but it in any version of a movie that's released um the story can't be told in a certain amount of time and the extended edition doesn't really add to that then I to me it's like what's the point yeah (laughs) because like if you're not going to tell a story in like two hours why should I sit through three hours of you trying to attempt to tell a story but um I I think for me it just kind of depends on like I guess how much interest i have in the content True. so i feel like some stuff like i've seen extended versions of some stuff where i'm just like not interested really yeah. in the topic and it's Agreed. like well this is boring but other people are like no this is the greatest thing ever and it's like i don't feel that way but again that's just me <laughs> um so i'm sure there's a lot of people who disliked this movie and i mean i think a lot of people did well. rightfully call sony out for it being like a cash grab type I thing because like that's all they were doing mm-hmm. um they're not wrong about like they- that yeah, there's no reason that the footage that we got couldn't have been released like on digital when like bonus content came out. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So like they released like some bonus content, but like not all. Mm-hmm. Because I think they were saving this for like deleted scenes and stuff. And it's like yeah. okay, but you could have still just released it before, like you <laughs> probably wouldn't have made a difference. But yeah. um I don't know, again, I, I think for me personally, I didn't mind that it was 11 minutes of content, I feel like if it had been less, then I may have been like, "Oh, eh, I'll just wait till it comes out on streaming, yeah. but I feel like there was just enough that it was like, well, that's probably enough
1: It's alright Again, uh, we were it, biased it, it, in favor yeah. of this movie, so there's also Oh, bad.
0: no, totally, yeah yeah. I feel like if, if there was a movie that I enjoyed enough, I'd probably go see it multiple times if yeah. I could <laughs> No,
1: same So there it is, guys, our little take on the extended version of No Way Home. Um, It's interesting. Like I said, it's interesting enough to, you know, talk this much about, but also not too much to put us off of it. So I think that's all that we'll have to say about that. Um... We are going to be continuing with other stuff for the podcast. Like, uh, when I think when She Hulk finishes, we'll look into that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Cass?
0: Next week, we're doing something which I think will probably not endear us to a lot of people, <laughs> but um, next week, we're gonna do The Amazing Spider Man. Uh, oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to do The Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2, guys. Uh, There's a lot to discuss Mm -hmm. when when it comes to that, and we will talk about it. I'll just preface
0: it by saying, like, we may have some opinions that are controversial, but Mm -hmm. hopefully Mm -hmm. we won't offend anybody. Yes, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Because that's never our intention, but But, uh, I have some opinions. (laughs)
1: We do have some opinions about this, considering we've just come off uh, come fresh off of watching it but if you've stuck around for our ravings and rantings about the extended version of no way home we thank you very much and we really appreciate you and we will see you next week with the amazing spider-man thank you guys thank you
0: As always our lovely theme song is Water Lily by the 126ers. The Nerdy Podcasts podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify and Google Podcasts and you can follow us online at nerdy-podcasts.tumblr.com or at nerdypodcasts.wordpress.com.